what an opportunity it is to be uh, back in your house today. We're thankful for uh, what has happened uh, last year in uh, 2014. We are still here. We're, you want this thing off? Well, <laughs> I was going to try to spare you. I didn't uh, know whether you wanted to put up with me twice in one day or even being back the first Sunday of this year. Uh, but what an opportunity it is to uh, be in uh, God's house. You got me now. Yeah. But anyway, if somebody a uh, while ago, uh, when Brother Frankie was testifying and the choir would sing, you're making it hard on me. If somebody uh, had done what they're supposed to do in this congregation, Amen. there wouldn't have been no preaching this morning because God was ready uh, to show up and uh, ready to show out uh, for this congregation this morning. Uh, you know, I'm not a servant, a dead God. Uh, my God's alive. And the Bible teaches us in Psalms that every living thing should praise Him and give Him glory. And this coming year, as we look on, is going to be a, a maybe a hard year. and Things are going to get tougher as time gets on. But to the children of God, it shouldn't concern us because we're taken care of, uh, but we have to do our part. Now, if you have your Bibles and want to follow along with us this morning, we want to go out to Colossians chapter 2, uh, uh, there with uh, verse 7 uh, uh, through 10. Uh, this morning. When you find it, if you can, rest from your seat and reverence as we begin to, to read the Word of God and, and begin to think about God. You know, men and women, we come and go, nations come and go, uh, but God never comes and go. He is from the beginning, Alpha and Omega. He is uh, through eternity and is there. In Colossians uh, uh, chapter 2, uh, uh, there, verse 7, 8, and 9, and 10. Now, I want to speak to you about the great truths of, of God uh, and what the Bible has to tell us about Christ uh, and about the way that uh, time uh, passes by. Thus saith the Word of God, rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith, and you have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Uh, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead. Now, uh, look at this verse 10. I find a God that's not wanting, there's nothing to add to, there's nothing to take away uh, from Him. And He is this way uh, from the beginning of time to the end of time. Verse 10, And ye are complete in Him, which is the head of all principalities uh, and power. Our Father, we thank You again for this day. God, we thank You for what's been taught, been given, been sung, been testified. God, we ask uh, Thy blessings upon this service, God. Bless the pastor and his family, God. Bless this church. 
the, this communion. May you uh, continue to save and God, may you uh, continue to reclaim and touch and bless and uplift. God, because we know that you have all the power and principalities given uh, unto us. God, we give you the glory and the power. Hide us behind the cross. Give us the word. Fill us with our spirit. And we give you glory and honor and praise in all of God's children said, Amen. Uh, continue to think about these two great truths uh, that we read to you in the Scripture uh, this morning. Uh, uh, number one is that all Christianity are sinners in Christ. We have a, a 11, major, uh, 11 major religions in the world, but we only have one salvation. That salvation uh, uh, <coughs> is of God uh, through His Son Jesus and by uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, see the, the God uh, uh, there and, and Jesus is history to us uh, in the Bible, but they are, are still there uh, and still alive uh, and still well. But He is instructing us. Uh, uh, Jesus said, I'm a going away, but I'm going to leave you a, a comforter. I'm going to lead you a guide. In this guide, we must uh, uh, worship Him uh, in the Spirit and truth. A lot of people come uh, to worship God uh, without the Spirit. We can do nothing without Him. All things uh, were made by Him. Uh, he is the supreme being. Uh, the second is uh, that the union to Christ uh, uh, makes the soul uh, independent of others. Uh, uh, you know, I don't have to ask you how I feel. Uh, uh, when God saved us, He saved us uh, all in the same manner, uh, but different ways. Uh, Daniel Webster couldn't explain it, uh, uh, but it's there. You know He's been there. He lives there. It happens there. You breathe there. You die there. And you live there in the Holy Spirit uh, to worship God. No wonder... We're living in such a world that we're living in today. We have forgot God. We're depending upon the way. The psalmist days said, said that man thinks that there's a way that's right unto him. And a man thinks the way that is right in him. But the scripture says a man's ways and a man's thoughts are different from God's. For his thoughts and his ways is higher. You and I can only see uh, from our eyes will allow us uh, if we're not closed in. In the focus of Him, uh, we find that those things uh, uh, happen uh, uh, in the world. But God sees it all. He knew from the foundations of the world that you would be here on this day in January uh, 2015. He knows uh, how it's in. I've read the book. I know how it ends. Uh, behold, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Uh, the church is going up. Uh, what is the church? Church is a group of baptized believers washed in the blood, uh, living within Christ, uh, lifting up His name. Uh, and there is just a few things uh, uh, that I want to give you uh, uh, there as we uh, worship today and I continue to think about uh, number one. Uh, as we look, the Bible said in verse 2, their hearts might be comforted of uh, uh, being knitted together in love unto the riches of full assurance of understanding through the acknowledgement uh, of understanding uh, uh, the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. Uh, uh, you see, a lot of people believe in God uh, 
but they do not believe in Christ. Uh, uh, Jesus said that you cannot get to heaven except you come by me. 14th chapter of John, Jesus said you come by me to get to heaven. And you can't make it to heaven without Jesus. you got to have Jesus and believe uh, with your heart. Number one, uh, uh, Christ is full uh, of the power of God. Uh, you see, uh, God uh, entrusted Jesus uh, when He said, uh, in the supreme sacrifice, who uh, will uh, make a plan of redemption? Who, who can we send? A lamb, perfect, without blemish, uh, uh, without anything. And Jesus said, Father, I'll go uh, to redeem man. And we just celebrate Him being born in the flesh as a baby in a manger to bring us to life, to eternal salvation. I believe once you get this salvation of God, He dwells in you. It's a permanent thing because you don't want to live without Him. You don't want to be in the beam without All things are sinning around Him. God gave Him the power. Jesus told those that gathered, He said, if you knew my Father then you would have known me. See, I come to do the will of my Father. Nothing contrary to God. If you want to know whether it's not right, if it don't honor God, it don't honor Jesus, and it's not in the Holy Spirit, it's wrong. It's deceit. It's doubt. It's discouragement. That's what's killing American churches today, is the doubt of those saying, where is God? He lives within our heart. He'll never leave us. And he never forsaken. He's got the power. He raised his own self uh, uh, from the grave. He had the power uh, to heal. He had the power by uh, just lifting his hand to say, Peace be still. He had the power to raise the dead. He had the power of all power, of omniscience in the world. The Bible said he even knew the number of hairs upon your head uh, up there. Uh, uh, so we know that God knows all about us. God uh, entrusted Jesus uh, for His deliverance, reconciliation, redemption of mankind by the way of the cross and by the blood that there is forgiveness. Uh, you go back to the... Uh, uh, man, you go back to the... Uh, well, let me say this. It's just breathtaking for me uh, to read this book and know that God, Son Jesus, was in the beginning, before the world started. He was with God in the supreme being and made us. Uh, and know that His power is there, will be to the end of time, to the coming. What a, what a place. They're going to be a gathering one of these days. God's got the power. You just say it's going to be like a magnetic a rubber ball. When Jesus comes back, He's not going to take a shovel and dig open the graves. Uh, but no, when you come down the cloud of glory, if you've been born again, washed in the blood, you're going to be like a magnet. When the grave bursts open, you're going up. Uh, and those that remain shall be changed in a twinkling eye. We're living in the quietest world we ever live in. Are we going to leave this world to shout? We're going to leave this world of praising God. Because that He has made all the future. God entrusted Christ with all of His power. It says here, Beware of men that will spoil you through philosophy, vain deceit, and the tradition uh, and the rudiments in this world. Isn't those four things the trouble of mankind today? 
And they, they go back and look at it. When people are deceived, this is a, oh man alive. I used to think in them cereal commercials on TV that you got a real toy out of the cereal. When you got home, it ain't nothing but plastic or paper and wasn't worth carrying home. But on TV, it looked so good. But it was nothing. And that's how they, Satan deceives you. He made the fruit, the apple, in the Garden of Eve look good to eat. Or she wouldn't partake of it. He makes sin uh, and things of our life, makes them enticing for us just to deceive us. One little drink. Listen to me, young people. One little drink of alcohol won't hurt you. Huh? I can give three of you a drink and one out of three here on the front seat will be an alcoholic the rest of their life. One little roll of a dice or plant of a car, there's no harm in it. But what you use, everything that you've ever had, even uh, your you life, maybe, because you gamble it away. He makes it look good. I want to tell you this. This is kind of a, a humor story. Back when I was going to school, they had cakewalks. And, uh, boy, there was this pretty cake on the table I'd never seen. Boy, it was decorated with nice. Well, that, if I had my heart set on winning that cake, I used every dime I had. Back in it, just 10 cents, you know, walk. Not telling you how old I am or not. But while I won that cake, I got that cake. Boy, I thought that was the prettiest cake, and I couldn't wait to get a piece of it. And one of my friends that I go to school with, uh, his daddy was the embalmer for the funeral home. And his mama made that cake. I just couldn't bring myself to even buy that cake. <laughs> After all that time, I wanted her to buy I just couldn't think about an embalmer draining out the blood and putting in this stuff to preserve the body. I said, maybe some of that's in my cake. No, no. So, you know, the devil makes it look good to the eye. Now, you go back, there's three things in the Bible. We don't have time to talk about out of the tree of knowledge. One of them is the lust of the eye. Satan makes it look good. Then the, the lust uh, of, of food. He said it's good to eat. Like it. Go back and see, read them, and you'll find it in John. Tell you about the birth of all those things. But the second thing uh, here in the Scripture is the love of God. The love of Christ. God said that He loved the world so that He sent His only begotten Son. And His love that we can overcome the philosophy of this world, deceit, tradition, and the rudiments uh, of this world. Rudiments means elements. That's the things that are around you. And it makes you happy. I, I guess so. I pastored for 44 years. And I got so tired of people telling me, you cannot change this. You cannot do this. Uh, Great Grandpa done this. And it's going to stay but it's outdated. Let's bring it up to... No, Grandpa doesn't. The things that we have, the dishes. We, we, we're creatures of habit form. When I worked for the side shop, I could find anybody. Because I knew their habits. Where they ate dinner in ten counties. If you was working in one county, I could find you. If you was on our crew, we could find you. Because I knew... Well, that you be creatures of habit. It's everyday thing. How many of you wakes up in the morning, slaps the alarm clock, and 
your coffee's already made. And some of you say, well, I can't do a thing without a wacky weed. Got to have the smoke. Chew tobacco. We eat dinner at the same time. I work with a man. He, he thought he was going to die if he's three minutes past 12 o'clock. My father said, I always eat at 12 o'clock. I said, the doctor told me to eat regular on a regular time on account of my diabetes. But sometimes you've got to let it go. The love of God. God loved us so much in this that He said that He made it complete. You wouldn't have to add to it. You wouldn't have to take away. It's your. It's sufficient enough. But Paul tells us God said His grace is sufficient enough to supply your need. Do you believe that? Yeah. That God can take care of you. That's what He's telling us. Because that He loves Then the next in this Scripture... It brings about the grace of God. Figure out. It's full grace. It's easy. I'm going to tell you what it stands for. G for God. R for redemption. A for at. C for Christ. And E expense. God's redemption at Christ's spend. That is what is great. His love. He gave His life that you could go free. And that I could go free. That you and I can have life, what? More abundantly. Somebody said, how do you get by, preacher? On these things that you own, on the salary that you make. And I said, it's not for my will or power. That we have, went in dead and bought things at the house, but it's by the grace of God, Him blessing us. To become honest and to pay our bill and do the right thing. God will stand. He said, give unto others. Give unto them up there in a full measure. Press down. Shaken together. And running over. And I'll see that men give unto you the same birth as you give. You wonder why people don't have much? They're stingy. They're stingy with what did God give them? A tenth of it belongs to Him anyway, and you really don't give until you give past that tenth. If you sow in five, God will give it back to you in five. If you sow in hundred, God will give it back to you in hundred. But you've got to go aboard what's required. Do the extra. Jesus said, if you walk with man one mile, go with him two. The Bible says twain, which is two. Go with him two. Love one another. Eleven these trees. The Bible says, fulfill one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Have people with a burden. Don't let them fall. Don't push them down in the ditch. Get them out of that ditch. Show them some love that God showed you. Show them some compassion that God showed you. And you can only do that by the grace of God. To turn the other cheek. I can't do it by myself. The old human self, and they said, hey, they got their self in that mess, let them get out. Say, uh, nobody helped me. We can use a thousand excuses, but Romans 6 says, thou art inexcusable, old man. There is no excuse in you that are saved, washed in the blood. As me, call Jesus by name, is not to fulfill the law that which is in him. Keep my commandments, he said. And if you'll do the first three, you won't have to worry about the other seven because they'll come under the first three. 
Love the Lord thy God with all the heart, mind, and soul, and mind. Mm-hmm. Right. Love thy neighbor as thy sin. Yes. That's a hard name. Yes, it is. Mm, I don't It's like takes a lot of prayer. Turn the other cheek. Preacher told me one time, said the Bible says, you know, when, when uh, uh, they smack you on the right side, turn your left side, and then they smack you on that side, then you can let it, let it have it. But that's not the way the book said. That's not forgiveness. Forgiveness of God. Two more things I want to mention. The faithful of God. The faithfulness of God to His Son Jesus. What opportunity. You and I sleep when we slumber. But he never sleeps in slumber. He knows you in the present time. What a wonderful Sunday school lesson we had this morning that God never leaves you. He's right here right now with each, 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 each individual. I'll get out after a while. Sometimes we'll have to smack me and get out of that. One word. But he is here in the present time and in the need. And everybody's situation is different. But he does not love you any less than anyone else. He loves you much as he does the preacher, the prophet, the teacher. God loves you so much. God is faithful, and the Bible says he is just. He is just. He's the judge of all people. And for him be the judge, did you know that you get to be the judge at the end of time? God said that he was so just, and that you were so just, that he was the justifier, and in the last say so, the saints shall judge the world. That's what the scripture said. That's not my word. He's faithful. Try. Give him a try. He never changed. He's the same. Paul said yesterday, today, and forever. You and I change. We change in higher. How's my cutter there? We change him, our body. He becomes weaker. No matter how much you exercise, how many protonics you take to, to build your muscles up, your body gets weaker with age. That's how that God diagrammed And because man sinned, he brought forth death. And this is what it's all about. The faithfulness of God. He'll meet you anywhere, anytime. I'm glad that he met me in a hellhole of this world of the bars and jerked me out of there, put my feet upon solid rock, established my goings uh, to get my head clear to see that there is a heaven to gain and a hell to turn away from this morning. It's all because of his faithfulness, for in him dwell the fullness of the God body of the head, and in you you can have complete. Hey, if my Jesus couldn't sustain me, I'd try something else. Hey, if he couldn't keep me, I'd try something else. If he couldn't satisfy, I would try something else. Oh, the key things. Able to keep, able to satisfy us. What an opportunity that God, in closing, the purpose of God. It's to defeat and to punish sin. Hey, the old Bible said in the Old Testament that Solomon and Gomorrah uh, in the days also uh, of Noah that 
it's my sin was so bad that it smelled, and God said in the scripture that he smelled it in his nostrils from up there. That's how bad that sin was. God hates sin. And God sent Jesus to die a cruel death. Now, I don't have time this morning to tell you to go back to the whipping post about the seven curses of the world. You know, God cursed the earth to have poetry. But Jesus' blood at the whipping post took care of that. God cursed how many generations? Ten generations of father, son, father, and son. At the cross, the blood of Jesus took care of that. He took a, you say, my family's cursed. God took away that curse by the blood of Calvary. These seven things. We don't have time to get into them. That's just a part of it. The purpose of God was that this philosophy, that's all it is. It's vain. It's traditional. And it's people want to legalize it to show whether they don't have to worship God. How many laws on our books do we have today for special interest groups? Not even, not even pertaining to you. They're pertaining to them. What opportunity that you are complete in Him which is the head of all principalities and power. He came to defeat sin. There will be no glasses in heaven. There will be no cripple. In hell. This word called cancer, heart, kidney, all these failures that you and I know that cause us discomfort and death will be no more. There'll be no power bill to pay. For Christ Himself shall be that life. Oh, there'll be no hospitals. Nobody will be sick. What an opportunity that God has blessed us with. His purpose was to defeat sin. God's love that He's shown us and His grace that abides in us and that He has all power in heaven and earth. You come back to the instrument, Danny, would you come? We're going to close out this morning. The philosophy of men becomes vain, deceit. It really don't matter to us. We were in the store the other day and a pair of shoes cost $5 more than what my wife expected to pay for. Now she's a half hog, half ass, she didn't want to part with that $5. But I said, in a week from now, honey, you won't even know you had that $5. It'll be gone. It's just things. It's just deceit. It really didn't matter that much. And that's the way most of life is. Anytime you let us stay. I'll be back tonight. I hope I didn't run you off this morning. Uh, we begin to start this new year. 
as a church here at Old Savannah. I appreciate this opportunity of coming and speaking to you. I love to come. You may be a part of me, at least I had to come. Every hope that I have here in this old sinful world is anchored in the blood of the Lamb. All the hills are raging and we're tossed to and fro. There is peace beneath that my hope is in the blood of the precious Lamb of God. There is no other fountain so sweet. It has washed away my sins. Give me peace and joy within. My hope is anchored in His blood. Only one thing will matter when the time shall come to die. The treasures of this world won't mean a thing. Oh, but the joy of knowing Jesus will banish all my fear. For he took away destiny. My hope is in the blood of the precious Lamb of God. There is no other fountain so sweet. It has washed away my sin, gave me peace and joy within. My hope is anchored in His blood. My hope is in the blood of the precious Lamb of God. There is no other fountain so sweet. It has washed away my sin, gave me peace and joy within. My hope is anchored in His blood.